0: Welcome to another episode of Wise Money with Corehorn Financial Group, where every week we're helping you take your next wise step in your financial life. My name is Mike Bernard. I am your host, as well as one of the certified financial planners on the show. Next to me, certified financial planner Josh Gregory, and we've got a special guest in the studio with us today too. That's right. Hey, It's money-making season for the body shops
2: out there right now. (laughs) I hope you and your car are still in one piece so far this winter. But it's winters like this that give us plenty of good reasons to re-examine, rethink our insurance coverages. And uh, today, we have insurance advisor Alicia Boehner back in the studio with us to help us help you Rethink some of your most important insurance decisions.
0: I thought you were going to say these times you want to make sure that you're being nice to your insurance agent, not... uh, Enlisting in, in them to throw a pen at you, which happened right before we started <laughs> yeah. recording. So, anyway, if you have a question for the show, not about why Alicia threw the pen, reach out to us 574-222-2000 You can call or text online at WiseMoneyRadio dot com. You can submit questions right there on the right, and the full library of previous episodes are right there. And then social media wise money radio on facebook twitter and the youtube channel is up and running we are kicking today's show off with a question from fan of the show jennifer she's 46 here's what she asked my oldest child is in college and this is his first year having a car at school yes you should be panicking (laughs) (laughs) i'm concerned with these icy roads that the chance of him getting in an accident is higher than it has been in the past. Is there anything I can do with my insurance to make sure we're set up correctly in case something does happen? That's a great question, Jennifer. And with how the year has started out from, uh, from weather-related issues, there's just plenty Uh, of things to touch on here. So we're going to talk about some of these main headlines. While we answer your question, Jennifer, we're going to talk about some of the main themes of 2018 and how that impacts your insurance. But before we get into all of them, let's address your question head on. There's a little pun intended there. So Alicia, (laughs) how, how would you help answer Jennifer's question about child at school? How do we make sure we're appropriately covered?
1: Well, I think the first thing we need to address is what are your liability limits? Have you taken time to reassess those? Do you even know what liability limits you have to pay for the other person's injuries if someone was hurt or what medical payments limit you have for yourself if you were hurt? Kind of looking at that in conjunction with what your health insurance deductible is to make sure your medical payments limit is appropriate. Um, and definitely with when we look at younger students, an umbrella is always a good idea to consider that. Yeah. Um, and that's going to give you additional liability coverage So basically lawsuit type coverage, if you were to have a serious claim and someone was seriously hurt and you were sued as a result of that. So that's one of the first things I think we need to do is reassess that.
0: I got a question recently from someone and a little similar situation as Jennifer here, but um, her child was just starting driver's training. And she was concerned about her yeah. premiums going up. And so she actually said we probably should drop this umbrella so we don't have to pay for that. Oh, and I said, oh whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, that this now is the time when you need that umbrella because right. the umbrella is added liability protection right. over and above the liability coverage that's built into your home and your auto policies. It helps give that extra protection in case you cause an accident and are sued, mm-hmm. but it also can protect you if you have on un- and underinsured motorist coverage on that umbrella, which is a key point. Yeah. It can help you if you're in an accident that's not your fault and the person that caused it doesn't have the right coverage.
2: You know, most people, when they first come into our office and we begin helping them review their insurance, they actually have no idea what their liability limits are. That's one thing I try to quiz them on, and I love playing the guessing game, and we can almost always guess what people have, especially based on which company they're with. There's a lot of cookie-cutter insurance going on out there in our community, and that is one of of the things we're trying to do battle with at Corhorn Financial Group Mm -hmm. is not just putting your insurance on autopilot and not really thinking through it. Because, yeah, when you have youthful drivers, and yes, I consider even a college student still a youthful driver, they are, uh, of all the people in your household, it's those new drivers are the more likely ones to be in an accident that can do damage to someone else. And that's why it's so important to have this, this coverage in place. It's also fascinating to me how many people come into our office, we ask them about these limits, these liability coverage limits. And they still have the same limits they had back when they were 16, right?
0: 40 years ago, right? As if costs haven't gone up for lawsuits or improvement or or fixing up your car, right? That's all well, gone up, of course. So. And
1: the other thing we need to think about too, in particular when we look at younger drivers, is distracted driving. If we're talking themes for 2018,
2: oh my goodness! Distracted
1: driving is on the rise, and I actually looked up a, a statistic for this. Center for Disease Control says. Each year in the United States, or each day, rather, approximately nine people are killed and more than 1,000 injured in crashes that are reported involving a distracted driver.
2: I tell you what, I have my own statistics on that, too. (laughs) One of the things I started doing, (laughs) listen. You're a walking statistic. (laughs) I am. The vehicles. (laughs) Okay, Josh, (laughs) I'm talking about other people here, Mike. Okay. Do this experiment with me. As you are driving down the road, look at the eyes of the driver that you're passing coming the opposite direction. On the other side of that dotted line, where are their eyes?
1: Forward or down.
2: <laughs> they are down on a phone.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I, at least half. At least half. That's that's my... Dis- I had someone actually pull out in front of me while looking down at their phone... <sighs> Like, they were crossing two lines of traffic to merge into traffic, not even looking. I slam on my brakes. I'm blaring the horn because I'm a defensive driver. I use my horn. I'm (laughs) going to be a taxi driver in New York City someday. And the guy pops his head up from his phone, makes a certain gesture at me pointing at the sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I'm i not great at reading lips, but he shouted something about duck stew <laughs> at me <laughs> as if
0: I had done something wrong. Yeah, that was, I just saved that was the me. guy's life, right? Yeah. It probably was you, Mike. <laughs> okay. So so we've got to talk about more themes here, but what else would we would we share with Jennifer here, Alicia? What other wisdom do you have to share?
1: Yeah. So the next thing I had on my list was reassessing your physical damage coverage. So not only do you want to make sure your liability limit are up to snuff, but you want to ask yourself what is your vehicle worth? When was the last time you Kelly blue booked the value of your your vehicle to see whether or not you know your full coverage should be in place? Do you even have full coverage? if you're worried about your younger student wrecking the vehicle? Does the deductible make sense for the value of mm-hmm. the vehicle if the value of the vehicle has gone down? Just kind of reassessing the physical damage coverages to make sure what you have makes sense for your budget and also um, the deductible based on the value of the car.
0: Yep. You're we want to reassess all of that with kids at school and the vehicle that they have at school. So anything else for kids at school that you would suggest to Jennifer before we move on to other trends happening in the insurance world in 2018?
1: One, one last thing I think is just making sure if your student has roommates that you have addressed that with the insurance company because companies can be very particular if you have more than one person living in the same place about whether or not those people have to be disclosed. Definitely, definitely, if they will be driving the vehicle on a regular basis, you need to make sure you disclose those people to the insurance company. But I say be safe anyway and just call your agent and find out, hey, you know, I have these roommates with my college student, what do we need to do? Do we need to add them? Do we need to rate them? Do you need a copy of their policy?
0: do you, does that increase your cost?
1: It depends. It depends on the company and whether they require them to be listed as a driver. (laughs) Sometimes they'll let you exclude them, which means You basically all agree they're not going to drive the car. You all sign off saying this person's not going to drive the car. There will be no coverage in place if that person were to wreck the vehicle. Uh, And sometimes they will let you list them as a disclosed household member by providing a copy of their own insurance, and they don't rate for them. So it could be any of those three things, depending on the carrier.
0: Here's my concern, though. If you're just doing insurance online because of those hilarious commercials from some of these companies, then you might have missed that. And you've heard me (laughs) share this story before. So my senior year at Michigan State, we lived in a house, there were five of us, And there was one, there was a driveway, but it was just one, you could fit one car in there. So we all had our cars stacked up. So you never wanted to be the last one home because anytime someone needed to run somewhere, they would take the last (laughs) car. One of my roommates drove the wheels off of my other roommate's car. I'm not kidding. Went to McDonald's to make, to grab some food, got a flat tire, (laughs) changed the tire and put the wheel on backwards. As he's driving through the intersection, the wheel comes off, causes an accident. Truly, you want to make sure that you're not guessing on this. Talk to your insurance agent. Make sure things are set up. Speaking of car accidents, we have had a frigid start to 2018. What does that mean for your insurance? We've got that and more coming up with Alicia Banner here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. With all of these freezing temperatures, are you prepared from an insurance standpoint? We've got that coming up here in just a second. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike Bernard, next to Josh Gregory and special guest insurance expert Alicia Boehner here in the KFG studios. Special thanks to the attorneys at Ledoux, Kern & Keene, as well as First State Bank for making the Wise Money Show possible. If you've missed anything so far, you can catch up on all of the episodes right there on the website, wisemoneyradio.com, or on... The YouTube channel or on podcast, so all of that. Just search Wise Money Radio right there as well. Lastly, if you have a question, insurance uh, often sparks a lot of questions. Five seven four two 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 thousand. Call or text. So it's just been a frigid start to twenty eighteen. That's what my wife was expecting. I was hoping it would be a little more calm, but she said, you're going to be out there shoveling a lot. And, <laughs> How does she know that? That's, I don't know. But she,
2: she's kind of Actually,
0: next time you talk, talk to her about, about her dream of being a meteorologist. She just loves oh, weather wow. and predicting. And, She'd and, and be good and, at that. All right. So what are all the risks, and they're diverse, <laughs> that you need to be aware of with frigid temps? Alicia, let's run through them. What, what's
1: Okay. So let's start with automobiles. Okay. If we're talking automobiles, slide-offs. Are common. Rear ending people, common. We traveled from Madison, Wisconsin, back to Indiana this last week, and we passed a major accident on the toll Mm -hmm. road with multiple semis. Multiple people had then slammed their brakes, hit other people, tons of cars involved in that crash. And so I think the biggest thing is defensive driving. Give yourself plenty of time. Don't follow people too closely. Be careful of black ice. And know that any time you slide off the road and you strike any object, that's going to be considered an outfall accident. So that definitely has implications on what your insurance costs may do in the future, which means they might go up as a result of that. So
0: you're driving down the road and you need to turn, you turn the wheel and your car keeps going straight into the tree. Exactly. Is that collision or comp?
1: That's collision.
0: That's collision. So there again, I mean, making sure that you've got the right deductibles in place, making sure that you have the right coverage, because the other thing, you pass this multi-car pileup. That's one accident when it comes to your property damage. Am I right? Or does it depend on the carrier? Nope. Yeah. So you want to make sure that your liability coverage is is where it needs to be. But that property damage, Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that that is adequate. You might look at that number and say. I'll never have an accident with a car that costs that much money. Well, if there's a multi-car, you you, you need to have a lot of coverage there.
1: That's exactly right. Another thing that we see a lot, I had this. I think I'm the poster child for the freezing temperature problems this year. Car won't start vehicles ah. stuck in the garage. My husband's car has been down and out because it won't start because of the cold temperatures. So towing, towing is a silly thing, simple thing, but it's a good thing to just relook at. In particular, if you have a younger student or someone mm-hmm. that you wouldn't want to have to have deal with that if they're out on the road or someone that's elderly maybe, making sure you know how much it will cover, um, how far it will take you. Your policy could be different. It could pay based on a dollar amount or a mileage limit. So making sure you kind of understand that um, and then the last thing we see a lot in the winter is cracking windshields, like a little chip that uh-huh. now spreads into a big yeah. crack, so that's considered comprehensive coverage, or some people call it other than collision, depends on who you talk to, but that would be covered by comprehensive or other than collision. So if you have liability only, you're not going to have coverage for that.
2: What is a new windshield cost?
1: It depends on the car. <laughs> yeah, and whether or not it's got
2: electronics and stuff. Yeah. The
1: low end is two to $300 if it's not full of electronics in it. But I've heard of them being over a grand mm. with a lot of the new detection devices and heated tempered glass and all of that.
2: I've often wondered, does it make sense to turn in an insurance claim for a broken windshield? Right. Because it puts a black mark on your insurance history, yeah. right? Yeah and you know it's it's a mark against you and if you start accumulating those things you may pay higher rates or right. worse get dropped by an insurance company so do you do you turn in the little Mickey Mouse stuff or does it make sense to maybe have your deductible on that comprehensive coverage mm-hmm. that you said again there's two deductibles on your homeowners or I'm sorry on your car insurance uh, comprehensive versus a collision with another vehicle right. or another object and um, you know you need to look at how you structure those those deductibles. There's no point in setting it at a hundred dollars or two hundred and fifty dollars if you would never turn in a claim that small anyway.
1: Right, and and the one thing to kind of know is, and other than collision loss or comprehensive loss. The insurance companies view that a little differently than an outfall accident, so you may see a rate increase because of that, but you might not. It just depends on the carrier, so you don't really know. But where you can get into trouble with the towing losses and the other-than-collision losses is if you have multiple. Mm -hmm. So you have a glass claim, and then you have a tow, and then you maybe have another tow, and then you have an outfall accident. That is going to be a huge red flag if it's within a two- to three-year period, and companies are not going to like that. So...
0: You know Got that's it.
2: one of the reasons why we think of your home or your home and your automobile insurance, first and foremost, as protection against the lawsuit coming at you. Right. Right. That Not about sense. getting the fender bender fixed or y- y- those are aggravations in life that can wreck your day, but the things that will wreck your financial future mm-hmm. are when you hurt another person, they can't
0: work anymore, or they're killed in an accident or something. Those are the things that you don't bounce back from. So speaking of that, let's turn the attention to the house. Also with these freezing temps are frozen sidewalks. And what about the slip and falls happening at the house? People getting together, friends coming over, there's a slip and fall. I mean, that's another big risk with these cold temperatures.
1: Yeah. And I would say with those, you need to do your best to maintain your property. One thing that will make you poster child for a lawsuit is if you have done nothing to help protect your property, meaning you've not been shoveling your sidewalk, you've not done your best to put, you know, salt down. Josh is already laughing. (laughs) (laughs) So I was out there shoveling this past week because we have a bus stop just down the corner and we have a lot of people traipsing up and down our sidewalk. So I do my best to try to keep it clear to avoid that. So make sure you're maintaining your property. And, you know, in some cities they require it as part of the ordinance anyway. Mm. Um, But Again, liability coverages, we go back to what type of liability coverage do you have, what type of medical payments coverage do you have. On the auto, medical payments pays for you and passengers in your car, but on property insurance, medical payments is only paying for other people that don't live inside your household. So that kind of works hand in hand with your liability coverage. You want to make sure both those numbers are at a good level or high enough to absorb if you had some sort of serious claim. Um And then another thing that I had is making sure if you're a business that your contractor has appropriate insurance. Mm. So if you have someone that's plowing your parking lot for you, making sure that that snow plower has appropriate coverage because, you know, you don't want to be the person that's throwing a lawsuit at someone unnecessarily, but that's a way you can help. Transfer some of that risk from you to someone else as a business owner. If you want to be prudent, there.
0: Yeah. If you, actually there, we know some. We've we've had some inside information as to how many claims some of these huge businesses get in the winter from people fall, slipping and falling in the parking lot. Oh yeah. It is astronomical. Right. How mm-hmm. many claims these businesses get? If you're a small business owner, you want to make sure that you've got the right protection. A couple other small things when I think about these cold temps, freezing pipes as well as weight of the ice or snow buildup on your roof. Can you speak to those risks a little bit, Alicia? Yeah,
1: Yeah. freezing pipes is going to be covered by most homeowners insurance companies with a few exceptions. So you want to make sure you're always maintaining utilities in your home. Your insurance company is not going to feel sorry for you and they may deny a loss if you have not maintained proper utilities at your house. So if you have, we see this a lot with secondary residences, people that have a lake house, they turn off the utilities in the winter and some of them winterize and they winterize well, but maybe others don't. So make sure that you know whether or not your policy will cover if you you know, disconnect your utilities for any part of the year. Uh, The other thing is vacancy provisions. Mm. Things like freezing pipes suddenly are not covered if your house is considered vacant. So anytime you're no longer living somewhere, you need to make sure you notify your agent of that right away because your policy may not cover the way you think it will.
2: A lot of people hide that fact because they're afraid that their premiums are going to go up. Right. and, And maybe they will but I'd rather pay a little bit more, have the insurance right, and that way if there's a problem that arises, it's being covered.
1: Well, and educate yourself. You may find this. In some situations, you can't get coverage for a certain thing, but then you know, and you know what you're looking at, you know what risk you're taking financially, and that helps you make a good decision about whether or not you hang on to that property, or in some cases, you know, maybe it's worth it to lower your price on your house a little if you've been trying to sell it and it hasn't sold. You know, it depends on the financial situation, but...
0: Yeah, what what a resource. I mean, we talk about it on the show. Financial planning should provide you with confidence, clarity, and creativity. And, and you're hearing that right here from our insurance expert, Alicia Boehner. What about some other trends we're going to get into in just a second? Airbnb. Have you taken an Uber? What risks are you exposed to there? We're talking about insurance trends that you need to be on top of. That and more coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corehorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. my name 's Mike Bernard, next to Josh Gregory and Special guest Insurance Expert Alicia Boehner here in the KFG Studios. want to say a special thanks to Bethel College Adult and Graduate Studies as well as Diane Bennett with ReMAx 100 for partnering with us, making the Wise Money show possible if you have any questions we want to hear from you 574-222-2000 you can call or text or visit us online wisemoneyradio.com or on social media youtube facebook twitter at wise Money radio so we've been talking about insurance themes for 2018 so far it's all been weather related the weather's awful if you ask me beautiful to look at but awful to to live in yeah. and especially protect against from an insurance standpoint one of the other themes that we've heard a lot of this year, sadly, and I've seen a lot of it on the news, New York City other th- apartment fires. And yeah, so scary. it is very scary. So what do you need to do to make sure you're protected in that situation, Alicia, real quick?
1: You need to make sure you have purchased runner's insurance. So number one, you want to know that you have a renter's insurance policy in place. This is one of the the most common things that people will just forego completely. And it baffles me because it's one of the least expensive policies to purchase. I mean, a renter's insurance policy will cost you, you know, on the low end, a couple hundred bucks a year. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is well worth it because a lot of the you know explanation we get, people will say, well, I don't have a lot of stuff or they're fresh out of college and their stuff isn't worth anything. Well, that might be true, but think about if you lost... Everything. I mean, we're talking your toothbrush, your underwear, like your, all of your kitchen. Everything that adds up very quickly, and to go buy that is very expensive. So not only do you want it to cover yourself, but the other thing is you might end up being inadvertently liable.
0: I was just going to uh, for other that. people.
1: So if you have if you cause that fire, you left a candle burning or something like that, and another apartment has smoke damage or the building has damage. The first thing they are going to do is ask you to cover some of those damages. Yeah. And no renter's insurance means no coverage for that, no protection for that.
0: Yeah. Mm. So that's a warning out there to all of you who are listening, who are renting right now. And, and also for all of you listening who have kids in college or th- kids that are renting, I, not a warning, but just an encouragement. Make sure you get right. that coverage. I, I'm guilty of that. When I moved here from Michigan State my first year, I did not. I did yeah. not have renter's insurance, but I did very quickly when I understood what was at stake and yeah. it was worth a couple hundred dollars. So, all right. Some other themes of 2018 or this day and age, Alicia, what do you have for us? Oh, I've got a theme brewing at my house right now. <laughs> oh, no. And <laughs> actually, I need to ask you about. <laughs> here, here it
2: is. Uh, whenever you know, Josh
1: has a theme, I cringe a little bit internally and externally.
2: So, so what coverage is there for destructive pigs that will not Josh. stay in their pen? <laughs> They, I, I seriously, I have two two of my pigs. I have more than two. This pigs. This isn't I'll an say. analogy
0: for you no, listening.
2: This isn't. This uh, isn't uh, a si- friend. One reference. of my
1: friends. No, this, <laughs> is, this is me. Uh, two of my pigs.
2: They're they're the smallest two, but they're not really small. They're like adolescent pigs. Mm. So they've got kind of that in teenager mentality, rebellious. <laughs> they won't stay in the pen. Somehow they figured out which electric lines are working and which ones aren't and so they keep getting out they have torn up my entire yard my my front yard looks like the surface of the moon right now <laughs> Seriously, I mean, th- these animals, they have a shovel on the end of their face, and they <laughs> use it.
0: Okay, so Alicia, are, is there any, uh, what is this, uh, uh, insurance for stupid? I'm just I, uh, kidding. Yeah. It feels <laughs> that <laughs> way they. Is there, Is there anything?
2: <laughs> when the livestock um, are smarter than <laughs> the farmer, <laughs> yeah. they need to go in the freezer.
1: Oh, uh, that's well, a good go. point. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe that's cheaper Time than Time to coverage. eat the friends.
2: Mike, ha- have you ever... Looked at your bacon and thought, what kind of trouble are you going to get into today? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. That, that's what I feel when I look at my bacon and pork chops and these little suckers. That, that is a
0: theme. People, you know, with the economy doing well, people are more interested. Maybe you are interested in buying land. And yeah. when you do so, you may be having your own little farm. And it's important. It's worth it. We've, ta- <laughs> We've <laughs> talked about this on the show before. Alicia has shared, you as as strange as your little pet projects, get that, you know, Mm -hmm. your pet projects might become on your farm or as innocent as you think they are. Talk to your insurance agent. Make sure that they're aware that you just got bees. And yes, they might die soon because you're not, you don't know how to take care of Uh. them, but but that you have them covered or horses or pigs and all of that, right? Right.
1: And also just Josh, so you know, landscaping really hard to cover under homeowner's yeah, insurance. I so I don't think your yard moon is going to be covered. Mm-hmm. The sadly. farmer's wife
2: is not very happy right now. Yeah. I will say it that way. Yeah. All right,
1: but, but definitely incidental farm coverage, that's one thing that you want to look at for that. So make sure that if you have any livestock or animals or anything out of the normal, you just ask your agent and you figure out whether the quantity of animals you have will meet the homeowner's insurance requirements. Because most companies are okay with animals, a few. It's when we start adding them up.
2: and mm. we Or when forget they start to, visiting the neighbors yeah. and destroying their yard next.
1: Yeah, you just want to make sure that your homeowner's policy will respond properly and that you will have coverage. And also the other thing we see is getting loose and get hit by a car. Mm. And then yeah. that's a totally yeah. other thing you want to make sure you're protecting yourself against. So,
0: yep. What about some other themes for 2018?
1: Yeah, when I was thinking about themes for 2018, one of the big ones that came to my mind is we're seeing this insurgence of things like Uber Mm -hmm. and Lyft and Airbnb and even in our area in particular I know a lot of folks will rent their houses out just for a weekend for Notre Dame or Mm -hmm. to an individual will rent a room. So that's one thing that I think we're going to start to see more of. It's not as common, the Uber and the Lyft in our area, but I think we're going to see more and more of it in the future and insurance policies are very tricky when it comes to that and we've had a number of clients that have asked about it, so I've done a little bit of research on the subject and I think that it's it's something you definitely want to talk to your agent about because there are some gaps in coverage. Um Uber, for example, they do offer an insurance policy for you. But where it can get really tricky is before you've picked someone up.
2: So, so you're talking about if you're a driver for Uber. Yes. Okay. We I'm ha- with you.
1: We've had we've had clients that are using Uber and before you pick someone up they offer on um, their policy fifty thousand per person, a hundred thousand per accident.
0: Whoa, that's so, very low coverage.
1: That's very low coverage. So now, here's the problem. Now you are, in essence, someone that is, you know, transporting people.
2: Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, a normal personal auto policy doesn't offer that coverage, generally speaking. So, if you're getting
2: paid to take someone somewhere, right. then there's no coverage there right. on your normal car insurance.
1: That's correct. So what Uber says is, hey, we want we want to make sure you're covered, we're going to cover that for you. But they don't really want to cover you fully until you have a passenger in your car. Mm-hmm. So there's that little time frame before you've picked someone up, you're on a, what they call a request or online, and before you've picked them up that they offer fifty hundred limit. That's low. That's very low. That's so low. So that's not going to be enough. And there's a chance that your company will deny a loss if you're online and haven't picked someone up yet. So that's a gap in coverage that we want to make sure you've disclosed and that you figure out how to cover that gap. So then you're on your way to pick up a rider. They do offer a a pretty good limit there, a million dollars in liability coverage when you're on your way to pick up a rider or once a rider is in your car. So- you know, there, there is some coverage there for that. But the big gap is right at the front end there
0: mm-hmm.
1: where you're online and you haven't picked somebody up. And yet.
0: you're still driving. And possibly you've got your phone there stuck to the dash. Yep. You're looking at that. That's distracted driving. The Those yep. odds increase there of the accident. So there's really no difference in your risk, whether you're on the clock, but you don't have a passenger in or you've got a passenger. The, the risk is the same. It's right. just your coverage there is wildly different.
1: Right. And and the other thing is, too, so, you know, we I've had people say this to me. Well, then I just wasn't online when I have that accident. Well, the, you know, You can say that, but that's insurance fraud. And if you get caught, there's going to be fines and penalties, and I don't know that you want to go there. And the the thing of it is, it's it's becoming so common that a lot of insurance companies offer a simple endorsement to cover it. So instead of hiding it or not telling your agent about it, just have the conversation. Find the company that makes sense for you. There's so many different carrier choices, you know. You might have to change insurance companies. Is it a hassle? Yeah. Is it worth it? I think so. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. That's good words to live by no matter what the situation. Right. Yeah.
0: What about if you're a passenger in an Uber car? I mean, do do you need to worry about any any insurance issues there? Well,
1: if you're a passenger, that million dollars is available. So that's what the whole point is there. So they would be able to pick up there and their own medical payments coverage would supply some and... So yeah. yeah.
0: So you brought up the Airbnb issue, renting a room out of your house or renting your house for a weekend. We've got that coming up as well as a great question from someone about, okay, I'm getting older. Should I put my car in my kid's name so that the insurance premium will be cheaper? We've got that and more coming up with special guest Alicia Boehner here on Wise Money with Corehorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran & Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College's Adult and Graduate Studies Program. If you do an Airbnb of a room or your entire house, do you have the right coverage? Are you at risk? What sorts of risks? And are you covered properly? We've got that great question coming up. My name is... Mike Bernard next to Josh Gregory and special guest insurance expert Alicia Boehner here in the KFG studios. This is Wise Money with Corehorn Financial Group. If you've missed anything, we've been talking about different insurance themes for 2018 and what issues you need to consider. And then sit down and talk to your agent and your certified financial planner to make sure you've got the right coverage in place. If you've missed anything, check out the show on the YouTube channel at Wise Money Radio or wisemoneyradio.com or on podcast, Google Play and iTunes, Wise Money with Corehorn Financial Group. And really, just again, I would encourage you to ask questions of your agent. You can't do so if you're just using a company online. You, you want to talk through these sort of unique situations to make sure you've got the right coverage. We went through, I've got a student in college. Well, you might want to Have a conversation with your agent if they've got, if they're renting and they have roommates. Uh, We talked about other cold weather issues. We've talked about Uber (laughs) and Lyft and whether you're driving in those and what protection you have. Now let's go to the next theme, which is Airbnb, or you said what's popular around here. And I personally have had more clients tell me in this last year than any year I can remember that they're renting their house out for a Notre Dame game. Right. So what do you what do you do? How's how's that handled, Alicia?
1: Okay. So the short term rentals, I did some research on this and it is all across the board what they will cover. So some of the companies actually offer a pretty good policy that even will protect your home itself up to a million bucks. Whoa. Some of them offer nothing other than a security deposit. So do your homework. Make sure when you are choosing a company that you're going to enlist to rent your house with. And I would encourage you to use some sort of professional service for that. Because if you do it yourself, your homeowner's policy is not going to offer business coverage for that. Almost all carriers will deny. We have one company out of our eight or nine that will offer any property protection. So if that tenant destroys your house on a weekend, you're just out of luck other than one of my companies.
0: So you're saying um, don't do this on Craigslist because A, you might be crazy and B, (laughs) your insurance might not be. Because there is, I think Craigslist (laughs) created the dark web right there. It is a strange, strange place. But... You're saying go through a company, so
1: I would I would advise you to go through a a rental service. They're going to take a fee, I'm assuming, Um, but I think it's worth it to pick up that insurance protection that you need to make sure you're protecting not only yourself but also the other people. If there's an injury in the house, now it's not on your homeowner's insurance record too. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Is part of the reason for using one of those types of um, services is that there's an extra layer of protection. Now, if there is a claim, that's not hitting your homeowner's insurance; it's hitting their insurance so you're not going to be the one that's paying a rate increase or you know higher insurance costs for the next five years if something does happen and someone is hurt or your property is damaged in any way.
0: Uh, Josh, have you done Airbnb? Uh, not, no. Okay, it so, scares me. So I did. <laughs> so,
1: we just did it in Madison.
0: Did you really? We did. A- and good experience?
1: It, ours was a terrific experience.
0: So this isn't an endorsement for Airbnb, but, <laughs> but we did. A friend of mine started a business down in New Orleans at last year, and a bunch of us friends all surprised him and went down for the grand opening. It mm. was awesome. And we we ended up getting an Airbnb right across from his house in New Orleans, which was pretty cool. It, mm. it totally a surprise to him. But um, we all behaved and I was in bed early, you know, that you guys would all expect that <laughs> from me. your middle age. <laughs> You'd expect that from me. But, but it, you know, it's a bunch of us guys that grew up together and our wives. And there were 12 of us in a house, the house was beautiful. But you're talking about the risk if you open up your home for Airbnb. What if you're a um, a user of the service and you go and you Airbnb at someone else's place and there is an accident? Right, something mm. happens. Right. I, and here, you I'm, burn their house down. I, yes, and yeah. you know there there was late <laughs> night. Um, pizzas in in the in the oven and what if someone forgot that they did that or what if we left the door unlocked because we were going in and out and a stranger came in and ransacked the place i mean are you yes you're talking about if it's your house and you put it on airbnb there's coverage but if you're a tenant and something happens on your watch, are you negligible or does that insurance, I mean, could that insurance company sue you as the tenant so you should have been more responsible?
1: Yeah, they definitely could come after you personally. Um, Like I mentioned, there are some entities that offer property coverage up to a million dollars. So odds are what would happen is they would go back to the Airbnb, whoever actually owned the property would go back to Airbnb and ask for it to be made right. And they would provide coverage for the property itself. But one thing that I did notice that was interesting that is, covered as bed bugs,
2: oddly enough,
1: which, I mean, I guess that's something gross to think about, but that could happen. Um, And if you were the person renting the house out to someone else, one thing that I noticed that was a common exclusion that I hadn't really thought of was liquor liability. Mm, So I, I don't know much about how those work. I'm a little naive. I've only used one one or two times, but I don't know if... You know, kind of like Uber, it's become the thing where now you offer baked cookies or whatever to get the business. So I don't know if that's something that Airbnb people do or not to try to get more business. But
0: hmm. that I have idea. I have one other question on this vein, and then we've got a great great uh, question from a fan of the show here that we need to we need to sneak in. But um, a lot of, there's a lot of technology being added to automobiles mm-hmm. right now. And we're talking about themes to 2018. One of the themes way out there in the future is self-driving cars. Well, yeah. we've got some of that right now with some of these Teslas and some of these other vehicles. They're either fully functional, self-driving, or some component... What co- is there? Are there limitations in your auto policy if you've got a vehicle that, okay, I'm supposed to parallel park, I'll just drive up and I'll press this button, it'll parallel park, and it slams into another vehicle. Right. Are you excluded in any way if that happens, if you've got it in self-drive mode?
1: I've not. I've not been made aware of any exclusions okay. related to that at
0: this point. Well, because the, the, the word is that the self-driving cars work, the technology works. It's just humans right. working with the self-driving cars doesn't work. Right. And so I'd be surprised. We're, you're a regular guest on the show, Alicia. We want to have you on even more. I wonder if that's something we see emerging, that as more and more tech is added to cars right. and the humans are the ones messing it up. Right, right whether companies will start excluding that.
1: Well, and and that's very common because it used to be in the olden days that there was one set of what we call an insurance form, and it was adopted by all standard companies. That is not common anymore. What we Mm. see now is the larger carriers are creating their own forms. They call them carve-outs. They'll carve certain things out that they've had problems with that, you know, maybe they've had more than one claim occur that they don't want to be covering that was in the normal standard ISO form. So... It's highly probable that in the future we'll start to see claims happening and then the companies are going to respond and they're going to say, we don't want to cover this and they're going to bake it in as an exclusion.
2: Hmm. So whose job is it to know what's in that contract? Us. The agent. It's it's your agent. But But you can't get that out of your agent's head and into yours unless you are in a true relationship with them, not just someone that you called out of the phone book or hit online or something. You know, as soon as you become a do-it-yourselfer, then you have to know where those limitations fall, don't you?
1: Right. And the other thing is, too, part of your contract when you sign an insurance policy is that you've read the terms and conditions. So even though it is your agent's job to make you aware and to stay informed of the trends, it's also your job as a consumer to make sure that you know what your policy contains. And so when you sign that, in essence, you're saying that you've read the policy contract and most people Mm. don't, so. All
0: right, I've got to sneak this question in here. I I don't even have a name. It's an anonymous person that sent in the question. uh, And so here it is. Should I transfer the ownership of my vehicle to my child if I am aging? so that they can get better rates on their insurance premiums. So the question here is not, well, I've got a 21-year-old child, should I put the car in their name? No, it's I myself am 80 or 85, should okay. I put my car in my 55 or 60-year-old child's name because their insurance rates are better? What What are your thoughts with this?
1: Who's driving the car? Yeah. That's the number one question, because really, it all comes back to who's going to have regular access to the vehicle. If only that adult child is going to be driving the car because the elderly person or parent is... You know, has some sort of disability and can't drive at all anymore, then it might make sense to go ahead and transfer ownership and let that, you know, adult child insure the vehicle in their name and be the one that
0: carries the coverage. Even if the elderly individual is still living independently and the car is stored at that house. Yeah, all
1: you have to do is change the garaging location of okay. the vehicle to whatever the address is. And the insurance company is not going to have a problem with that in most cases. Really, what they want to know is who's going to have regular access vehicle. Now, if the answer is both people, mm-hmm. mom and dad and the adult child, that becomes a little more tricky. And I would say you probably would want to leave it in yes. the other person's name.
0: Great question. Great answer. That is all the time we have for today, folks. On behalf of special guest Alicia Banner, thanks for being on the show My as pleasure. well as Josh Gregory, myself and all of us at Corhorn Financial Group. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next Saturday for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Securities offered through Silver Oak Securities, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through KFG Wealth Management LLC. Doing business has Corehorn Financial Group. KFG Wealth Management LLC and Silver Oak Securities Incorporated companies are unaffiliated.